All right, good morning, everyone. Today is Monday, February 8th, 2021. And honestly, I got to say, I really did miss you guys because uh, the the morning crowd, like for those of you that watch the morning episodes and you comment and stuff, I really do miss the, the conversations we'd have uh, because of the week off that I've had. But it was much needed rest, as uh, I'll mention later in today's the afternoon's episode. But thank you guys so much for your patience. I promise never to let you guys down like that again unless my health gets to me or, or whatever, but it, it probably won't. So anyways, I'm going to pretty much be rounding up the news of the past week. So if I skip over some things, please just bear with me. But I, I tried to cover the most important stuff and I tried to write things down even as I was sick just so I didn't forget. So let's get into it. So first off, scientists have been able to use spinach like literally spinach to send emails to farmers and things like this in case there's a bad crop or in case uh, there's a literally there's bombs in certain countries around the world from you know previous wars or something like this and that's really cool the fact that spinach can in theory talk to one another and send emails to farmers or things like this or notifications or alerts uh when you know there's something not right or whatever pretty damn cool but when you think about it a spinach, just like a tree or a plant, it's a living thing. Now, I'm no biologist, no scientist, but again, if you can harness certain things within that, you know, the biology or the DNA of it, I guess maybe in one way or another, you can make it alert you in some way, right? Now, that's not to say that the spinach, like, you know, writes out an email and thinks it out and transfers it digitally. But look, at this point in time, you never know. With technology now, with quantum computation, seriously, the fact that you can transmit information via a human strand of DNA that the CIA is using to kind of get information across borders illegally and stuff like that when they're doing, you know, their black operations. I mean, I could have a piece of DNA, uh, a piece of information inside of the DNA of, of, of my body and the metal detector won't pick it up, right? So it, it's kind of cool. It works in a lot of different ways. The next thing is that Parler's CEO was actually fired by uh, the board of directors last week. Look, I maybe they didn't like the way he the, the CEO was handled. I don't know full details. Maybe they didn't like the way that they were handling uh, he or she was handling the uh, the way in which they were kind of revamping themselves and using you know new servers out in Russia to start things up. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not trying to make assumptions that I don't know. There's been a lot of speculation. Uh, nothing really confirmed that I know of. So it. I mean, these things happen all the time. It's interesting to see if maybe there's a play at hand here, like a, a business play. Maybe the CEO, it looks like there's a falling out, but maybe he's going to go on to start something else in case Parler truly falls. Like, it could be a play. Seriously, I mean, I, yeah, and, th and that's another thing too, by the way, I do want to mention very quickly. When you take a look at Sheryl Sandberg, who I think is the VP of Facebook, Vice I think, some, she's a high up executive. She downplayed the fact that Facebook played a big role in the Capitol riots, right? So if anything, why are the social media, other tech companies and, the, and certain aspects of the government uh, calling for Parler to be removed when nothing really happened on Parler? I mean, things happened, but com relative, like pre-planning of the riot relative to, for example, what was being discussed on Facebook or Twitter about pre-planning of the riot. If anything, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and I got to be careful saying this because I'm using YouTube, but you know what I mean, should actually censor themselves in, in terms of the far left ideologies and pre-planning. Now, I'm not trying to be super biased here. I think they should censor the far right as well too, but they're using that excuse to censor anyone who thinks outside of the mainstream narrative, and that's not right. And at the same time, they're punishing Parler for it. In my eyes, part of my English, it's a bunch of, bunch of bullshit. The next thing is that the Democratic Party is calling donors back, saying they want their bribes back again. Yeah, 
Exactly. What happened to the party of being, you know, morally upstanding? Because Wall Street, the corporations, all that. It's unless they say they take money out of politics and they just rely on literally small donors and none of this super PAC political action committee, dark money, whatever. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's excuse me. They've literally presented themselves as a legal form of bribery because when you donate money, for example, as an anonymous donor. It's considered dark money because you don't know who donated that money until three months from them, which is the ne next financial uh, quarterly report for the campaigns and for jobs and all that stuff. So for three months, it's all secret. You can't you can't see who donated that money. Right. And so the point here is that what happened? Reality happened. The Democrats. I got some notes here. Sorry. The Democrats need donors. It got so bad that some Democrats yesterday even threatened to remove the company's company's lobbyists and not vote with them on legislation anymore unless they keep donating or bribing them. So long story short, the corporations, some of them stopped donating to Democrats because they don't agree with all this, what they believe to be the censorship and all that. And the Democrats are saying, OK, fine, go. But the corporations call the Democrats bluff, pretty much saying, OK, we'll go. And then the Democrats said, no, 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 come back. Then the corporations pretty much said, ah, we'll see. Then the Democrats went, no, 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 you know what, if you, fine, you know what, if you don't come back, we're going to get, kick your, find a way to kick out your lobbyists that represent you. And um, by the way, I'm not going to vote in any favor of any bill that you want down the road. You know what I mean? It, it's a give and take thing. It's who's got the leverage, who doesn't, right? The next thing is that. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I mean, she's been in the headlines like crazy because, you know, the Jewish space laser and this and that. Now, look, I'm not defending the Jewish space laser thing, but I want to make something very clear. We've talked about space lasers on this show before. DEW weapons. Okay, Project Thor, all that stuff. That's legit. They do have space uh, lasers in space. Now, the whole thing with the Rothschilds and all that, I don't want to get into that for the sake of the morning episode. But, like, the connections have to be legitimate. I see where she's coming from. But if the connections are not legit, I'm sorry. She's not really speaking much substance, right? With that being said, there are legitimate space lasers. So, I mean, I don't know, like, if people think there aren't. There, there are. Like, the, the military has them. It's a legit thing. So They're not just satellites in space, right? The next thing is that... Well, actually, another thing, too, is that you want to know why the media is covering Marjor Marjorie Taylor Greene so much? It's because she's the closest thing to Trump they're going to get, and they need that for their ratings. Because as I've said before, the media's ratings have dropped substantially, okay, since Trump left office. So what does that tell you? You know, certain editors-in-chiefs resigned coincidentally around the same time because they had like a five-year period of fantastic ratings, whether it was radio, newspaper, uh, internet shows, um, uh, particularly cable, right? So, again, they need this kind of stuff. That's why you have guys like Brian Stelter on CNN on the Sunday uh, uh, Sunday shows calling for people like Tucker Carlson to be removed. Why? I don't understand why. If we cannot have free speech without, you know, discussing some violence or hatred, not inciting it, but discussing it, that's not free speech. And we can even take it a step further. I'm not even in, uh, for this, but we could take it a step further. And I'm not defending this, but hate speech is covered under free speech in the in the Constitution. Now, the United Nations is a little bit different, but I don't think hate speech should be let go just because it's covered under free speech in the American Constitution. However, with that being said, there is a sort of a legal high ground that needs to be taken here by these companies. Now, if someone issues like a direct threat, like I'm going to murder you, no, 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 get rid of that person. There's no place for violence. But if, if it's in the context of an example or a joke or something like this, the... the 
you can't rely on an algorithm unless it's a real AI thinking algorithm. Because that, but then AI that leaves it for another thing. So, anyways, that's another problem that can detect these things. Like for example, I bring this up all the time. Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, and his lawyer Vijay Gad, or the t- Twitter's top uh, lawyer, the one responsible for pretty much saying, you know, we're gonna remove the, or ban this person or this or that, right? Excuse me. Tim Pool pretty much called them out and said, like, you guys are like. You're you're doing uh, you're taking down people on the on the right, but not on the left, right? And they pretty much said, well, you know, people on the right, their organization organizations are more structured and things like this, whereas people on the left, the 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 extremists on the left, are more decentralized. That's a that's a cop out. That's a BS excuse. Listen, if you really wanted to remove them, you'll remove them. I don't care if they're decentralized or whatever. All right. Homeland Security in the state of New Jersey and many other states has issued Antifa and BLM as domestic terrorist groups, certain factions of them. And I agree with that. I do think there are certain elements of BLM uh, that, by the way, I think they're fantastic in terms of being supporting the Black Lives Matter, certain elements. But then there's other ones that I would dare to say is a terrorist organization in many aspects. Anyways, sorry for ranting on about that. Next thing is that Democrats want President Trump to testify, or former President Trump, sorry, to testify for a second impeachment. Unless they drag him there, he's not going. I, I'm like 99% sure of it. I would be so surprised if, the, if he testifies. I don't think he will. But anyways, the next thing is that Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, said she wants to see if what happened with GameStop calls for more regulations. Why? What, what would deem for there to be more regulations? That, please tell me. What, 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 because, you know, we have to regulate so people don't, regular people don't lose their money. No, the hedge funds lost money. Regular people came together. It was a David and Goliath thing. A bunch of little Davids came together and shot a bunch of rocks at Goliath and they won. Simple. What the hell do you got to regulate? Right? Anyways, the next thing is that the FDA is being asked by Johnson and Johnson to authorize their one shot only COVID vaccine for emergency use. Now, apparently it's like 60 something percent efficacy assuming you subscribe to the virus thing right okay um i gotta say that because of youtube as always but i mean look 60 if it's i think it's something like 61 or 64 percent allegedly that's tough you're gonna give someone a shot where like there's a 40 or 30 something percent chance of it not working I mean, it is one shot instead of two, granted, but, you know, I, it's hard to say. And I, I believe in India, um, the Indian government said to Johnson & Johnson they need more data in order to approve this, if I'm not mistaken. The next thing is that uh, the doctor who treated Navalny after he was poisoned, the one who, the emergency doctor after they took Alexei Navalny off the plane, he died himself very mysteriously. It's simple. They're tying up loose ends. This happens all the time. It's the only difference is this. I'll tell you right now. The U.S. does it. Iraq does it, uh, sorry, Iraq, Israel does it, uh, Russia does it, China does it. The only difference is I do have to say Russia's more, I don't want to say careless, but Putin doesn't care. He goes, yeah, he pretty much says politically without saying it verbally, right? He goes, yeah, I had him killed. So what are you going to do about him? He's not testing his, his opponents. He's not testing the U.S. He's just saying, let me do my thing and let me, you know, whatever. I'm not encouraging killing. I'm just saying that's the perspective of Putin. I'm not encouraging. I want to make that very clear. Um, but that's just the way he thinks, right? The next thing, and, and again, the people in the country will decide or something like this. But anyways, the next thing is that Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren, and this is a, a little bit long, so just bear with me. 
and Chuck Schumer all wanted for student debt with people making 50 grand or less to be slashed. Technically speaking, the original plan was actually for all student debt to be slashed regardless. But here's the interesting thing. Joe Biden's not exactly walking back on the promises he made, but he's watering them down. He's pretty much saying, oh, yeah, first it was cancel all student debt. Then it was cancel student debt if you're if it's um, if you're making less than 50 grand a year once you get out of school. Then then Biden has now watered it down to cancel student debt if you're making less than 10 grand a year. Why? A lot of that money that the universities loan out, guess where it comes from? The Federal Reserve. So the government wants their money back. And of course, you know, they see it. They see it helping to stimulate the economy. But it doesn't exactly when you're jamming people down their throats with debt. Like, and that's another thing. It's a terrible thing to say, but more and more people, not just because of this whole pandemic thing, but more and more people are committing suicide because they're student debt. Because it's like having a full-on mortgage at the age of, you know, 25 or whatever. You got a $300,000 student debt. How the hell are you going to pay that off? Unless you get lucky, you got connections to become, you know, or you're smart, uh, extremely smart, and you get in to be a doctor right away and you're making half a mil a year or, you know, a quarter million a year, 250, and you could start chipping into that. But even then, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be in that kind of debt. Education should be free for the long term of people who want to learn to make the economy better. I mean, that's what I believe. I, I have to say this too, by the way. I know a lot of people, Republican and Democrat, a lot of people, young and old, who all say, why do we have to pay for school? Don't we pay enough in taxes and things like this? And I, I agree. I agree. And maybe if someone disagrees and they want to you know, destroy that argument, I, I encourage that, right? The next thing is that um, if we take a look here, Robinhood released trading restrictions on all stocks as of last Thursday evening, I believe. Yeah, because they were getting so much goddamn heat. They're not democratizing trading. They're not democratizing jack shit, part of my English. What are they democratizing? They're even selling their, their, their users' data to the hedge funds so the hedge funds can recognize patterns so they can predict future outcomes. So not only are the hedge funds, they got their buddies that you know manipulate the market and tell them what's going to come before it happens. That's technically illegal, but you can't prove it. And who's going to tell them otherwise, right? Who's going to arrest them? Like the local cop is? No. So that happens. On top of that... I mean, in theory, the people who use Robinhood click on the terms they agree to the terms and agreements, which is the, you know, 9,000 page thing that nobody for anything ever reads, right? And part of that is we can sell your data to hedge funds. And if they put it in a very fancy way on like, you know, the 500th page out of the 9,000, who the hell's going to look? That's just, it's just, it's little loopholes like this. They're not smarter than us, guys. It's just loopholes like this, right? The next thing is that the... um house and the senate passed biden's covid rescue bill they call it the rescue bill and the next thing is the recovery bill look apparently it's going to be issued in about three weeks from now why can't it be done now every time a a corporate donor needs a bill passed it gets passed within i'm not even joking an afternoon all right and rough we're talking you know billions of dollars in a bill this is a bill they're talking about, you know, if you, it's better to, to go bigger than, than go smaller. If, you know, we do this, give money to the people and stuff like that. He said in good conscience, Biden, he cannot rescind or go back on the $1,400 checks. So good. Send the 1400 but you got to give more. There's more than enough money to go around. Don't care what political perspective you take. Let's be honest with ourselves here, guys. It's free money. Like, it, it's, it's who wouldn't want free money? I mean, that's just my opinion. I could be very wrong. The next thing is that Pelosi broke her own rules by not going through a metal detector when entering the chambers of Congress. I'm not even going to talk about that because they're hypocrites all the time. Um, 
People on the left, including Kamala Harris's niece, are criticizing Tom Brady for not wearing a mask when holding his Super Bowl trophy after they won yesterday. Okay, so yeah, the Tampa Bay won. I'm not a Brady fan. I'm going to be totally opinionated with you guys. Don't like Brady at all. I got a lot of problems with it. I think it's a, he's inhabited a culture of cheating. Does he have talent? Absolutely, he's got talent. I wouldn't put him as the best. I don't care what the statistics are. But anyways, that's for another conversation. You guys can DM me or whatever if you want to chat about sports. But they're saying, oh, he didn't wear the mask. Well, you know, it's a bad example. Look, the guy, I'm not, I don't like Brady, but he's an athlete. The guy just won a trophy. They, they wore the masks when they went on the sidelines. Let the guy celebrate. It's been a tough year. for. Uh, tw- it's been a tough 2020 for everybody. I know much tougher for some more than others. I know that, but... Look, if you were in his position, you want to hold the trophy up, you want to be wearing a mask, all the cameras and everything, you know that everyone's been checked before going into that stadium. You know, like, assuming the virus is real, because it's real, you know, according to YouTube. So, anyways, um, the, the next thing is that, well, excuse me, um, an Indian Himalayan glacier disaster occurred so far. Al Jazeera has reported 18 dead and 200 missing. It's still an ongoing story, so we'll see what happens there. It's unfortunate when things like that happen. Um, China plans to build the world's biggest da- dam on the sacred Tibetan River. Okay, I mean, yeah, if, if, if everyone's cool with it and there's no major disagreements, I mean, even if there are, China would probably do it anyways if they had the political leverage and power. I mean, okay, whatever. You can see China's very much about uh, infrastructure in a lot of ways, and I mean, we can argue that, but I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to take power scattered all over the planet, and that's a scary thing, but again, in pure theory, it's allowed, so let them build the dam. You know what I mean? And you might say, Dave, why? what do you mean by infrastructure? Well, roads, dams, bridges, all those things that you can literally, that's now connected digitally, um, you know, via the government CCTV cameras and things like that. You can, you know, with the click of a button, uh, you can make a bridge go up or down. You could turn a dam on or off. You know, it's not like the old days. So that is affecting infrastructure. If you've seen the Snowden movie, you'll see that they have software implemented. All these countries are trying to, you know, hack and then counter hack each other to get into, you know, each other's dams, bridges, things like this, right? The next thing is that a UK teenager woke up from a coma with no knowledge of the pandemic. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Well, cool. He went into a coma before COVID happened before COVID came or this whole pandemic started. He then woke up and not knowing what was going on. That's interesting. It is. I mean, it's not the end of the world. You'll, 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 you're a human. You're, you're a smart guy. If you're a young guy, you know, you, your mind is fresh and all that. You'll pick up quickly with what's going on. But imagine waking up and going, holy shit, I missed about a year and a half of this. My God, like everything's changed, right? Certainly very interesting. I mean, I, I do have to say there's lo- there would be lots to catch up on if I were that guy, right? So uh, there's a ton to catch up on. But Anyways, the last thing is that South Africa paused the rollout of the AstraZeneca vaccine because no, excuse me, because it offers little to no effectiveness uh, to to their strain. It seems they offer little to no protection. It says, um, "Look, if the government doesn't approve it in the respective country, either fix your vaccine or go somewhere else." I mean, that's just. That's just business, right? Uh, and sorry, that was the second last thing. The, uh, sorry, third last thing. The second last thing is that George Shultz, Reagan's Secretary of State, who helped negotiate the end of the Cold War, died at age 100. It's a good. If he if he was in decent health up until when he passed away, 
that's a good life, man. Like that's a, that's a solid life. You know what I mean? If you're in decent shape relative to your age and what, you know, your, your health issues, assuming you, you have them, hopefully he didn't probably did though. When you get to that age, right? Um, that's a, that's a pretty damn good age to, to pass away at assuming you're not in pain, right? I mean, that's just me. That's just my opinion. But the next thing is that uh, Time Magazine talked about how the election had to be curated and used other fancy words not to fix the election, but to say that the the establishment media and the elites and all that wanted to show people how corrupt Donald Trump was when in a lot of ways he was, but he wasn't. And that it's hard to explain, but Tim Pool, if you follow him, was talking about this like crazy, but Time Magazine pretty much said in an article that... The media used every legal means, money, money, marketing, that's very clear during the election, to try to persuade people to not vote for Trump because they don't like the fact that he's disrupted the establishment. Now, there have been allegations of certain gerrymandering and, believe it or not, Republican voter suppression, uh, where certain Republicans within certain places across the country were not allowed to vote and things like this. And certain instances occurred, by the way, where certain uh, legitimate um, accusations of voter fraud, not enough in the amount to change the results of the election, but enough to question the uh, legitimacy of some of it, are suddenly just being removed and censored by the tech companies because they're all, I don't want to say it's a conspiracy, guys, but they're all in coercion with one another. Let's be honest here, right? So anyways, that's it for this morning. We'll catch you guys tomorrow morning. I know I missed a bunch of stuff, but again, like I said, uh, I'll be catching up on everything and, um, and that's about it. So we'll catch you guys later. Cheers.